What were the best announcements from this year's Comic-Con? We answer that question and more this week on Only Stupid Answers. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Only Stupid Answers. This is the show where we answer your questions about movies, TV shows, comic books, Comic-Cons. I'm DJ Wildridge. With me, as always, is Roxy Stryer. Hello, Roxy. Hello, DJ. Back from Comic-Con. Ready to talk about it. Let's dive right into that because we're talking about Comic-Con today and you had boots on the ground. You were there with the World Girls. Tell us about your experience. To be fair, I had sneakers on the ground. Boots yeah, seem sneakers a little, on the ground. A little too difficult to wear for a whole Comic-Con. Yes. Oh, boy, did I get my steps in. Uh, I got those steps in. I believe in. it. Yes, I did. On my... My first day, we got there Wednesday, and we went to do the Dungeons and Dragons uh, party and exhibit. Uh, what is that actually called? Exhibit's the wrong word. Activation. Activation. In your defense, <laughs> like that's a w- activation. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? But yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm so used to saying like this activation, this activation yeah. that I've never stopped to think activation. Yeah, what the fuck? What are we even? It's like um, uh, it's like when now using terms like brand and stuff like that. It's like, why do we talk this way? Anyway, whatever. For sure, for sure. Uh, but mostly, I just stayed downstairs at the activation yes. and enjoyed seeing people I hadn't seen in a really long time and uh, looking at the the cool Dungeons and Dragons esque world that they had built in there. Cool. Fun fact: somebody I've told you many things about, and I was the only person in the room who gave a shit mm-hmm. uh ex-bachelorette katie was there that's the one who was sex positive yes better and i saw her across the room and i turned over to the world girls and was like oh holy fuck the bachelorette's here <laughs> and no one person was talking to her nobody cared. You know, it's funny you hear stories about like how brian cranston hid there was a story about how jack quaid like hid at, at comic-con i bet you the bachelorette does fine I bet in that crowd she probably does she fine. hiding in her street clothes yep. like she uh nothing for nothing she looked great but she just was like this is not the crowd of people watching nope. that sort of probably gets mobbed everywhere she goes in the dungeons and dragons uh activation not one person. Totally fine. Yeah, totally fine. Comic-Con is the one place she can be herself. Let her hair down. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm genuinely the only person in this entire building who knows who she is. Uh, but that was great and a lot of fun. And they had drinks that were Dungeons and dragons that were blue. And uh, they had big, like, ogres coming out and selecting who was going to the activation. Cool. That was a lot of fun. Really cool. Um, the next day, the next few days... I went and did a lot of man on the street interviews, talked to a lot of the world friends and rock stars and people who have uh, been supporters for years, which was awesome. And then we went on the IMDb boat, which was cool this year. It was open to the public. Cool. Um, so a lot of people were in there doing, again, different like little mini activations. And, uh, and then I, I did a lot of bopping around, seeing different costumes and cosplaying and talking to people i made the girls go with me to the melting pot which is a bizarre choice to do at comic-con mm-hmm. uh and walked in in full-blown costume and melting pot was not ready for this jelly mm-hmm. were, okay whatever yeah. you're doing here and then yeah for the most part that was kind of it all the things that you would have done dj with talking to the people from all the places ign and fandom yeah. and uh going around 
to see to, uh, watching things on your phone and then talking about them with everybody who's there and seeing <laughs> who knows what. I went to a Tim Burton party, which was really cool Ooh. too. So. Okay, yeah. so I got some questions. Did it feel as crowded as normal, as a pre, pre-pandemic? So I didn't spend much time around the uh, uh, around the convention, yes, but not like on the floor, Hall H. Yeah. When when I was walking, anytime I was walking, for anybody who's never been there, there's the convention center, and then there's two main hotels on each side of the convention, and yeah. behind the convention is the water with like this pathway that you use to walk, and usually in that pathway are people waiting for the Hall H line yeah. slash all up by the hotels and like looping around. Uh, those those lines were as full as I've ever seen. I was talking to people in those lines, and they had been there for eight hours, ten hours, twelve God hours, like Why? like normal. I don't understand it. I don't like lines. <laughs> I don't that, do lines. <laughs> that's the outdoor version of that. Yeah. Hall H, I think, was jam packed, and it seemed like the floor was jam, jam, jam packed, like cool. jam packed. So I think that it was good that they kept the mask bandaid up, but. The amount of people in there and the lack of windows, <laughs> it's a it's an interesting situation that we have. But yeah, it was really busy and the energy was up just like cool. usual. I was I was a little nervous that it was going to feel kind of like a zombie version yeah. of of San Diego Comic Con. It did not. It felt like it felt like even more special than 2019 because it was people were felt so lucky to be there, yeah. and a lot of the people who were there had had tickets in 2020 and weren't able to go Mm -hmm. because it was canceled and Mm -hmm. waiting and waiting and more more than ever dj this year because i I, this is my seventh comic con i think yeah more than ever this year people that i was talking to almost everybody was like this is my first con this is my first comic con that's cool yeah there were so many people who was their first comic con and they they were like, I just decided, like, you never know when things are going to stop. And I just, I've always wanted to get to Comic-Con. So I decided this year I'm going to go because cool. you just don't know. And so it was, I felt like that excitement was really palpable. And that people who were, it was their first Comic-Con, you know, that feeling of going to your first Comic-Con where it's like, everything is awesome. Yep. Like yep. there's everywhere you look, there's something different. And even people waiting in line for activations. I know that people were waiting for the Gray Man activation or for, uh, the what we do the, in the shadows activations for like mm. six hours ah. just for the activation, ah. Ah. but they were all kind of like <laughs> giggling and hanging. Cool, and cool, cool, cool. That's not too shabby, you know. Okay, other question: What was the what was the best cosplay you saw? There were some really really good ones. Um, I will say that the most frequent frequent one I saw was probably Grogu. There was just so many like so we're we talking like a giant grogu's like human-sized grogu's yeah but like like just the ears or like the mm. kids were grogu that were running around got it, got it, got there was it. like just so many versions of grogu that i saw um and a lot of more casual t-shirts this year a lot of x-men stuff going on that i okay. saw which okay. was interesting because of the sheer lack of x-men <laughs> that we currently have um and a noticeably less amount of batman i only okay. saw like three full-blown batman were any of them the batman as in as in the the costume is seen in the batman or they were they just kind of if batman? they were that was not 
uh, clear enough. Got it. 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 You know, like maybe they tried to make it like that, but it seemed kind of like a hodgepodge. You know what I would do? Because I'm all about that comfortable life. I would do the Batman, uh, where where he's got he's just you know what I mean, Drifter Batman, where he's got the I do the grease paint and then the bulky jacket, and I'd call it a day. <laughs> totally, that's that's the easy peasy move. Yeah. My move at Comic Con is to bring ten pairs of ears and just wear them with any outfit that I'm wearing. Love it. So I brought I elf it. ears. Yep. I brought mini ears. Yes. I brought cat ear. I just brought a bunch of ears, mm-hmm. and then I put them on everywhere I'm going. And people are like, "I love your ears." Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, "Yes, thank you, thank you." Yeah, me wearing the the elf ears to the Dungeons and Dragons party. Perfect. Was like the the I've never in my life felt like a hotter commodity. <laughs> I was like, "Wow, this is what the this is the move for me." This, this is the is secret. Cool. This is the secret. Yeah. This is the secret. I, I I dig it. I dig it. So wait. So but is did we determine a best for cosplay? Was there one that just kind of like yeah, this person girl, gets it. I know the girls thought that the best one, and we took a picture with her. Was um, this girl from What We Do in the Shadows? So you would know her better than I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so she, uh, Nadja. Yeah, nailed it. Okay, this girl looked. I, and she wouldn't stop talking exactly like her. And, you know, I used to watch the show. Mm-hmm. So she was talking exactly like her. And, like, we asked to take a picture with her. And she asked this guy to take the picture. And he wouldn't. And she was like, stupid. Take mm-hmm. the phone. And, like, she was doing the whole thing. And so she was my favorite. I think she was That's the best. Awesome. It was like dead ringer, incredible costume. Love um, it. And she not just caused playing, but, like, personality. Yeah. I love when people, like, you're not just in the costume. You become the person. Like, you're yeah. an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is that was really, really fun. That's cool. That's cool. That's so cool. Cool, cool, cool. That sounds like a blast. Um, yeah, it definitely was. It was. But the good news is, for people who didn't go this year who want to go in the future, I feel like this year's really solidified that they're like, oh yeah, yeah, ComCon's not dead. Yeah. Like this is gonna be back for it's, a long time. It's back, baby. Yeah. And you know what else is back? Only stupid answers. And for those those of you watching live, thank you for joining us. If you also would like to watch live, uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash only stupid answers. Please, please, please give us a review on iTunes five stars if you would, please. If you listen on Spotify, you can do that uh, and answer the question every week. Last week's question was, I don't know that it was last week's, and a question from a previous week was, who do you think will die in the next season of Stranger Things? And Roxy, I'm going to read lists of names of characters I do not know, but you will know and that's what yeah. matters uh sailor gains 18 says it would it would be really brave to kill at least one of the kids i'm gonna go with steve and will um race if of- you kill steve i will riot is steve the handsome boy yes he is okay cool cool the one with the hair handsome yes, boy with the hair yes dj okay, okay cool 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 care cool. about me at all okay. what if what have i told you the only thing I care about that show is that Steve and Nancy end up together. I got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Um, Raisa Marie says, as I much, agree that Will's going to die. Uh, which one is Will the one that was abducted in the first season? Yeah. Have they figured the impression I've been given is that they've never quite figured out what to do with Will post him being saved. Is that a correct impression? Um, no. Okay. He no, has things no. to do. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like, a tingly thing going on. I think we saved a lot for this last season. And um, also now we know he's in love with Mike. So there's like a lot of stuff going on there that I feel like all made sense. Um, And he's got a lot of connections to everybody. I think that they, they know what to do with him. Uh, Except his haircut. 
They don't. I'm, I. Yeah, they don't know. I don't know. Because especially, especially with how I don't like. When I watched that last episode, it's like Will. It's like okay, he's got the haircut, and then he comes over here. Mike, it's like, oh my god, he's an adult now. What? Why are we giving him that haircut? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, Racer Marie says, as much as I hate to say it, I think Steve, uh, Roxy, they're really coming after your boy Steve. Uh, everybody is coming for Steve. Everybody's coming for Steve. Uh, he dreams. Kill Jonathan, bro. Kill Jonathan. <laughs> he dreams of a big family and going on vacation. I think he. He jinxed himself. I'll probably go out saving Dustin and the others. Um, Yeshu Wazalewski says, I mean, it's got to be Steve. But, oh Mike, if, if you're going to kill any of the Are you trying to hurt my feelings, DJ? I'm not doing anything. This is what they said. I'm just relaying what they said. Um, Andrew Braza. Oh, my God. Andrew Braza said. Andrew Braza said, I'm hoping Steve or Jonathan thematically would make sense because of the love triangle with Nancy. I w- wish they would have the balls to kill Dustin or make Will a villain. Oh my God. It's weird. It's weird that like, I think it's telling like the way we in- ingest genre media that our response to resolving a love triangle is, well, one of the people has to die. And it's like, die, kill or, Jonathan. Or, or she could just decide to be with somebody else. Like, I don't know that he needs to die to resolve the love triangle. No, he should die. But he did his, you know, sneaky. And he took pictures of her naked in her fucking room and released them and she dates him. It's weird. When did that happen? Like season two, one or two or something. Well, I'm not a fan of that. Um, no, it was creepy. He took these changing. He took all these pictures and she was like, it's fine, whatever. Uh, is this is this the boy that was is Cannonball in New Mutants? He was what in New Mutants? What didn't he play Cannonball? Wasn't he oh, one of the yeah, New yeah, Mutants? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yeah. him. Yeah. I per, I would sure. say not for nothing. I would say if I were to choose, I'd probably go with Steve. But listen, it's not me to kill him. No, to to if I were Nancy, date him, date him. Yeah, yeah. I would probably go with Steve, but that's just a personal. I thought preference. you were trying to piss me off. No, nope, no, nope, no. Nope. I don't know enough. I uh, listen. The only memes I see of Stranger Things are uh, Sadie Sink in that song and Steve in his hair. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Do you, do you think it's been long enough that I can give an Ozark spoiler? Why, yeah, why not? Okay. Yeah. The way I feel about like how I felt about Julia Garner's character in Ozark, about Ruth in Ozark yeah. and like just so badly wanting her to make it out alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, that's how I feel about Steve. Yeah. It's like the one, my one guiding light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Just I get like, it. It's all, I'm like holding on to that. Yep, yep, I get it, I get it. Um, uh, again, and if you'd like to go over to our Patreon, you can listen to our uh, extra content, like our show Spider-Versity, which I do with Sal from Comic Pop, um, and what we're into. And for anybody that missed my Kickstarter, the pre-order store is up now. If you go to hellbuttoncomicbook.com, you can do kick, uh, click pre-order and still grab the comic if you missed out. Now, let's do a quick ad break, and then we'll be back with more of the show. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Goodness. Mm. We're back and we're here to talk about Comic Con and we're going to kind of go in the order of how information made its way to me in my sickbed during Comic Con. And we're going to start with some fantasy stuff. Roxy, you mentioned the Dungeons and Dragons activation and they dropped a trailer for the movie starring Chris Prime. Uh, Prime, Chris Prime, of course. I, you know what? I don't mind addressing him that way. He does feel like Chris Prime to me, but. Honestly, love a good Chris Prime. <laughs> Gotta do a Chris Prime. Uh, uh, he has Prime Day is big for him. Uh, Reggie Jean, is it Reggie Jean Page? Reggie Jean Page. I shouldn't have jumped in that one uh both feet i should have i should have known better um anyway people are in that movie dungeons and dragons uh roxy did you see the trailer i did see the trailer i did see the trailer did the did the trailer give you thoughts or feelings um i actually thought that the trailer looked pretty good which was something that i wasn't necessarily expecting i hope that this movie is funny and good yeah right i i the trailer the 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 trailer is structured in a way that I do not prefer for trailers. I knew I was not going to enjoy this trailer when it started off like, here's the thing. And it's like, oh my God, what is this early 2000s? What are we doing? Um, But everything in the trailer, Chris Prime included, um, Mm -hmm. I enjoyed. But it is interesting, the tonal disparity, just the, the two different ways of tackling high fantasy. On the one hand, we have Dungeons and Dragons, which felt kind of like trying to do a little bit of that Thor Ragnarok thing like hey what if we did the thing but we didn't treat any of it seriously on the other hand we got a trailer for the new rings of power show on amazon and that is like a 180 that is like we're going to church yeah serious (laughs) yeah this is serious business it is lord of the rings um is it is it officially connected to Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings movies? i don't know but we're definitely trying to evoke that vibe that's the vibe we're going for um what did you think of the rings in, in contrast? What did you think of the rings of power trailer? Uh, you know what I thought when I was watching this, which is, I think really unfair to the actual trailer. But my first thought when I was watching this was, I don't feel like watching this show. Same. That was my first thought. And it's not because the trailer's not well done, but I was just thinking like where I'm at right now. I like wish Abbott elementary was back on. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. And I, it's not fair to fantasy shows are about to come at us fast and hard. Yes. We're about to get a lot of superhero, a lot of fantasy, a lot of sci-fi shows in the next six months. Yeah. And that is one of my favorite genres. Yes. I just am not in the mood for it right now. And so watching this trailer, I was like, I don't know if it, I felt, it felt like I was breaking up with somebody and saying, it's not you. It's me. That's totally fair. I, I I'm, this entire promotional campaign for Rings of Power has had me looking at something that they've spent an exorbitant amount of money on yeah, to have so, me. I mean, more money than anybody's ever spent. Ever spent on a show and have me go. Meh. 
like it doesn't look bad i just don't care like i don't i and it's i i like this trailer more than previous trailers i just don't know i feel like lord of the rings are gonna hate lord of the rings fans are gonna hate me for saying this i just don't know that this i don't know that lord of the rings is a franchise like we keep trying to make it a franchise and i think it is the hobbit and the three lord of the rings stories and i think that's the story like i know there's backstory and shit but it's backstory like i don't know that and I don't know if that's a me. I just I don't I don't need it. I don't need this. I think at the very least, I'm. Um, this is rude, but I will be able to watch Reggae Jean Page in Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, in Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, because I felt the same way, even though that one was funnier. Yeah, but at the very least, I'll be able to watch him in Dungeons and Dragons. Um, I'll be able to watch Chris Pine in that one. Mm. In the Lord of the Rings one, I'm sure there's very attractive people. Yes. But I read this thing. Um, I don't, did you read this? And, and part of me is like, did I make this up? But I don't <laughs> think so. I read this thing that they're putting beards on all of the women. The the, and this is this is my thing with fandom. You know what I'm talking I about? I know what you're talking. I don't know the specific. I don't know the specifics of how it was resolved. I do know that. When we saw some dwarven women in a trailer, and a lot of the Lord of the Rings purists were like, "Hey, dwarf women in Lord of the Rings have beards," and they're like, "Don't worry, the dwarf women will have beards." And it's like, oh, "God, okay. fucking damn it! What are we doing? Why does this matter to anybody?" <laughs> My point being that this is so—it's—it's it's, this is going to be such a rude comment, but at least in the Dungeons and Dragons one, like, if you're if you're not going to be the category I want right now. Can you give me, can we, can you give me sexy? Yeah, 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 yeah. Or, That's can fair. You give sexy, you know? So I was watching the Lord of the Rings one. I'm like, then you got to bring the sex man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, at least Game it. of Thrones, at least with house of the dragon, you know, there's some going to be some banging going on. <laughs> no, no, DJ. Did you hear what they said? No. What did they say? Oh my God, DJ. I read this today. I found this out today. Showrunner of that show yeah. said, to be honest, there's not much consensual sex on the show, um, but due to the times, there is a lot of sexual assault that we're showing. What times? It's a fictional what, what universe. Times? What times? <laughs> due to what times? It's fiction. It's I no, get that you're trying to evoke a time, time, but it's made up. It's made he up. Said there's not much consensual sex. But it's, but there's a lot of sexual assault. I okay. I don't understand. What the fuck? I don't understand how you make. A, I gotta find this direct quote for you. It was literally that bad. I don't. I don't understand how you make a Game of Thrones show. In what year is it? Twenty twenty two. And you don't look at something like Bridgerton and be like, oh yeah, that. But with death and dragons, like that's it. That's what the people want. That's what they want. Like come on. Like that's like even as bad. As bad as, as as Game of Thrones got at times, uh, there was still like genuine sexy, sexy stuff. You know what I mean? It wasn't all just like, oh my god. This is this is what he said. I don't know how do you say his name. Sapo Saponik Saponik Saponik. Uh, this is the co-showrunner. He said they pulls back on the amount of consensual sex in the series. However, sexual assault is still very much present in the script, according to Saponik. The approach is done carefully and thoughtfully. Quote, we don't sh- shy away from it. If anything, we're going to shine a light on that aspect. You can't ignore the violence that was perpetrated on women by men at the time, at that time. 
it shouldn't be downplayed and it shouldn't be glorified. Um, I would feel. I think it actually shouldn't be a thing because it's a fantasy land. So actually in the fantasy land that you're creating, can we not have sexual assault be the form of sex that we're seeing on TV? Just how about that? Yeah. 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 Cause I think, I feel like I would feel more confident about that quote. If it was like a woman showrunner, <laughs> if it wasn't like a dude, like a dude, like, don't worry, we're just going to talk about sexual assault in a, in a, in a appropriate way. And it's like fucking, Totally here, and exactly what you said, DJ, was my first words out of my mouth. At what time? God damn. What time period? What time? It's fake. It's a fiction. Not real, man. And like, not that you, you can't. like the medieval times. It's like, what? this is, we're not on this fucking planet. Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. Not planet, bro. Oh. Not planet. Well, so before we leave off these things, uh, yeah. what I'll say, I didn't love the Dungeons Dragon trailer, but I, I agree with you that at least it gave us pretty people to look at. And also, I did like it looks to, to differentiate itself. It looks like, it, and I am not a Dungeons and Dragon, or I don't, I don't know the lore, but like, there's a dragon in it that's like spitting rocks instead of fire. It's like cool. There's a yeah. there's an owl bear. Haven't seen that before. You know, it's shit that like having ingested a lot of fantasy stuff growing up. It's shit I haven't seen in a movie. So it's like cool, dope, awesome. Um, and. Rings of Power, I again, I just, I just don't have an interest in it. This one got me more interested. I just don't know if Lord of the Rings lends itself to this. a weekly series. Like we're gonna have the only way to make a show like that work is you're really gonna have to dig into what is elven culture like. What is I know I, I guess they're not hobbits at this point, but whatever that is, you're gonna have to get into that. And Lord of the Rings is more of a fable and doesn't lend itself to that type of nitty gritty at least the stuff i've seen you could do it i just have a bad feeling it's going to be kind of surface level and the same thing every week is the feeling i have i also don't need to see galadriel as like a badass knight i'm not against it i just feel like the instinct is like well how do we make this woman character cool make her a warrior and it's like yeah but it's still like there's other ways to be like cool and dynamic like that still seems like a very like like surface uh, level. Not just surface level, but like a testosterone centric way of depicting coolness is being able yeah, to murder yeah. things. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, what for you of the three properties we just talked about, even though um, we weren't even really talking about House of the Dragon, yeah. <laughs> what are you most excited about of, of these three Dungeons and Dragons, new uh, Rings of Power, or just Rings of Power and. Um, and House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon. House of the Dragon, Dungeons and Dragons, and Rings of Power. This is going to seem weird based on all the things I just told you. But of those specific three, yeah, Rings of Power. Wow, that it does seem weird. Yeah. Again, again, the trailer of uh, Dungeons and Dragons did not give me a lot of confidence in that movie. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> what about okay. you? I think of those three, the one I'm most excited about would be Dungeons and Dragons. Mm. It's interesting that neither of us chose House of the Dragon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, that's the same feeling I kind of get with uh, uh, Rings of Power. Where I, every time uh, House of Dragon comes up, I'm like, oh, man, I just don't care. And But the difference there is Rings of Power just spent so much more money. And also, apparently, there will be less rape. So, you know, uh, there's that. Um, it's like, what a selling point for a God show. Damn, don't you worry. Our Game of Thrones show is going to have rape in it. Don't you like, worry. Being asked, is there going to be a lot of sex in your show? I'm yeah. being like. Well, not consensual sex. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> it's like, listen, oh, it, consensual okay. sex didn't exist before 1975. Okay, so don't. 
Oh, oh my god um i'm watching 1883 which takes place in like the frontier of america and there's consensual sexy sex stuff going on like come you can figure it out it's fiction you can figure it out anyway yeah let's get into roxy's favorite topic which is animation yeah. uh we're gonna talk about and and i knew this wouldn't necessarily be roxy's jam but i wanted to talk about it damn it so we're talking about it um so we're going to talk about Marvel Animation. We saw a bunch of stuff. We got a trailer for this new uh, I Am Groot show, which I guess I actually just got screeners for. I got an email for screeners for it. Yeah, I saw that. So what are the shorts? Like, how short? I don't I don't know. I would imagine they're like the Pixar shorts. So they're probably about like 10 minutes. Okay. Maybe. But multiple 10-minute things makes something long. Yeah, it does. That is true. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Because I, I like this little group trailer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but it wasn't um, something that I wanted to watch for more than one minute. Yeah, it, it, it was it was either, it was, my impression was similar. It's either like, wow, this is either going to be really cute. These shorts are going to be really cute. Or this is going to get old real quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, is this for kids? I'm assuming so. Okay, then it doesn't matter if I fucking had my attention or not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I This is not, this, this is not for me. I'm also interested in like, is this... It is obviously animation, but uh, Groot is a CGI character. So is this technically supposed to be like animated or is this supposed to be it's all CG, but it's in the world of Guardians in an aspect that would be all. Does my question make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, I totally, totally. I don't know. Cool. I'm not sure. Um, uh, something that excites uh, DJ over here is that we've got confirmation of what if season two, which is coming in early 2023. Um, it will include uh, Captain Carter, Steve Rogers. It's it the. Report I pulled this from Steve Rogers as Iron Man. He's not technically Iron Man, at least in the uh, Captain Carter. They call him the Hydra Stomper. But anyway, uh, Black Widow, uh, Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok's Hela, Young Star-Lord and Ego. We got some Scarlet Witch and we got Mandarin. Um, apparently there's also a clip of Captain America fighting Thanos in Infinity War. So I'm assuming there's going to switch up something there. And very interesting, there was a comic miniseries uh, called uh, Marvel 1602 written by Neil Gaiman, creator of Sandman. And it, apparently there's going to be an episode that is the 1602 Earth. It's an adaptation of that story, which is really cool. Um, and it, the Captain Carter, it was confirmed that the Captain Carter in Multiverse of Madness is not the same Captain Carter as the one seen in What If, which makes sense because for anybody that's seen, mild spoilers for Multiverse of Madness, she does not make it out of that movie. DJ, I'm surprised to hear you excited about this because... I know you liked What If at the beginning, but then it seemed like you were really cold at What If for multiple episodes. Yeah, there was a stretch. It, there was a stretch as they started bringing stuff together that I was not a fan of, but then the finale was fine. It was it was actually pretty good. Um, and I'm, but I like again. I liked the freshness of the perspective. And Roxy, my fingers are still crossed that I'll be able to get my Bucky cap in one of these what ifs like a what if Bucky ended up being Captain America and I you want keep that hoping DJ I want that well listen not to spoil alert we got the confirmation of Secret War so I feel like everything's on the table at this point yeah yeah for sure, for sure. <laughs> uh Roxy does, does any of that information move the needle for you at all no I think I'll stay not watching the show but this next one I probably will check out simply because you know there's never been a piece of Spider-Man property the content that I didn't love so yeah. This this is worth my time. Well, and this is interesting. This was this was it's very exciting and also very confusing. And I feel fortunate that I'm not the only one confused because what we originally pitched when they told us about Spider-Man freshman year 
was that this is Spider-Man, Peter, to, Tom Holland, Spider-Man, prior to Captain America Civil War, right? And then we're like, cool, cool. And then we find out it's coming out in 2024. Great. And then we find out, this is really cool. Charlie Cox will be voicing Daredevil in the show, and he will show up on the show. Awesome. The version of his costume. Uh, Roxy, I don't know if you saw on the dock. If you scroll to the bottom, there's a bunch of pictures that they that they posted at the... Um, I love that this doc has got images too. Boom! Um, love to see it. Uh, and it's like that, that tracks. I mean, sure, we know that Matt Murdock was his lawyer, but he might not know Matt Murdock as Daredevil. That's fine. Then we were told the villains in the show will include Doctor Oct- Octavius, Chameleon, Speed Demon, Scorpion, and a character named Butane the Pyromaniac, which I meant to look up beforehand, but I've never heard of before. I don't know if that's a new a new boy. And it's like, wait, Doc. Uh, excuse me, Dr. Octavius, excuse me. And then we found out Norman Osborn will be a mentor figure to Spider-Man, uh, Peter in the show. And so it's like, huh? <laughs> Timeline-wise, this makes no sense with what we were told then and or what universe. Is that what you're... I think, yeah. yes. That is where the confusion comes in because the way they're marketing it is they're saying that this is, this is MCU Spider-Man before Civil War. That said, the MCU now also includes... A multiverse that the U is now an MU in and of itself. And the impression that this gives me is that this is now basically a glorified what if show. This is, this is like, yeah, that's this, what it seems like to you. Which <clears throat> honestly makes sense because it's like your, it, it, your hands are tied. Like there's only so much you can do with a Spider Man story if you know that he can't run into any of his popular villains and he yeah. can't, you know. <clears throat> This is something that's like a really dumb comment, DJ, and like I'm just gonna make you stick with me on Do this it. one, even go for it. Really stupid, because I know the kids don't care anymore. But I just wish that Spider-Man freshman year was on like Nickelodeon mm. or like on Disney Channel. I guess Disney Channel more aptly. Yeah. Like growing up, I feel like just like this is the kind of show if it's gonna be multiverse-like, where it doesn't actually connect to anything. Feel like it's, it almost sounds like, like a Saturday morning cartoon of, of sorts that yeah. like you'd put on and it would be so cool to watch. You go talk about it with your kids. Like yep. that, that's the vibes I'm getting from this. And it being on Disney Plus is the part that's like, so this is going to be a Disney Plus show. Meanwhile, we're going to get a, a spoiler for what we're talking about later, but a Daredevil show. Yeah. Meanwhile, we have all of the Spider Man movies. Mm-hmm. And um, based on the most recent one, we know this makes no sense. Yeah. So uh, just. Like it's almost like them all being under the one umbrella is the confusing part. I agree. I agree. I don't. I, you know. I, I also love the idea of this being a Saturday morning cartoon, but we don't really do that anymore, so I'm okay with that. But yeah, that doesn't exist, right? Like, not is that really. Even a thing? But to your other point, to your other point, it is. We. It's kind of like okay. So if this is its own thing. Why not make it its own thing? Why not just right. let it be an animated series? Like, why even bother trying to connect it to? the MCU at all. And that almost makes me kind of worry that like, you know, we're getting X-Men 97 and that is technically part of Marvel studios as well. So it's it's like, are you trying to tell me that X-Men 97 is part of the multiverse? I'm actually fine with that, except that now I'm worried you're going to try and connect them in some way. And I don't want you to do that. Like, don't do that. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Me too. Like just sometimes a thing can just be a thing. It doesn't need to connect to the other things. It can just be a thing. (laughs) Totally. We're also getting, um, and the other thing to your to your uh, your hypothesis that it is disconnected. The shot where they showed that Norman Osborn is going to be his mentor is like an animated version of the shot from Civil War, 
where Tony's there with Aunt May, except now it's Norman Osborn. So it's like, okay. But then again, it's like, then why don't, why not just say that? Just say it's like, it's a, it's an alternate universe. Have, we can do whatever we want. This is like, totally. hey, what if we didn't have to play along with Sony and we could just do whatever the fuck we want? Yeah, totally. Totally. Uh, Nico uh, Minoru uh, from Runaways will be Peter's best friend on the show. Uh, oh, uh, no way. Jury's still out on whether that they'll bring back the actress from Hulu. Um, it would be cool if they did, but I would also be kind of surprised. Um, Why would you be surprised? Uh, just because... They've not done it. You know, they bent over backwards to like incorporate Charlie Cox in there. And it feels like it like runaway is like not even a, a peep, not even a yeah. murmur. <laughs> I liked that show. Yeah. And also, I kind of like this idea of like, why not? Like there's there's rumors that Chloe Bennett, uh, who played Quake and S.H.I.E.L.D. might show up in Secret Innovation. It's like, yeah, I mean, if you're bringing back Charlie Cox's Daredevil, just fuck it. Just do just bring back the people who gives a shit. What was her other name? Like Lily or something? <laughs> Daisy. Daisy. It was Daisy. Wait, Daisy's her real name. Yeah, what, what, it was Sky. It was Sky. Sky. Oh, that's my sister's name. Then it was Daisy. Then it was Quake. Um, uh, anyway, and Peter will have a bunch of different suits. It looks cool. I'm into this. I just, I wish they were a little, a little bit more clear. I honestly just make it an animated series and let's move all move on with our lives. Speaking of X Men '97, that's coming out fall 2023, so like more than a year away, um, and it will pick up right where the original show left off, and. I don't know. I, I, a lot of people are excited this because of nostalgia reasons. I kind of don't. I was like, that's fine. Wow. I thought you were going to be into this. I, the show did what it needed uh, to do in when my past. And I don't, I don't need it. I, I, I don't care. I, it's like, I don't know. Um, I'd rather just a new X-Men show personally. But uh, last. Ooh, yeah. Last. Marvel Zombies, uh, which is a spinoff of What If?, Apparently, they say we'll include the gore and splatter you want from a zombie show. But I would counter that statement with the reminder that Kevin Feige said that Moon Knight was going to be brutal. And so I call bullshit on this quote. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I say, mm-mm. But don't. I think it said it was going to be the first. How, how do they rate animated shows where it's like R-rated almost? Yeah, MA, TVMA. MA, yeah, yeah. I heard speculation. I did not hear confirmation. Oh, maybe, maybe you that. did. Maybe you did. But I, I don't. I don't think that's going to be the case. Um, It will include zombie versions of Captain America, Scarlet Witch, Hawkeye, Ghost, everybody's favorite character, Ghost, uh, Abomination, Captain Marvel, and Okoye. Oh, Captain Marvel, that's going to fuck some people up. Um, And the heroes will include Yelena, Kate Bishop, Red Guardian, Jimmy Woo, um, Death Dealer, uh, Shang-Chi, Miss Marvel, and apparently there will be a version of uh, the Eternals Icarus that is apparently half zombie and half alive, um, which is a cool use of that mythology. Uh, and there apparently will also be a team of widows and a biker gang of scrolls, and that I'm way into that. Whatever that means, biker gang of scrolls. I don't know what that means, but I'm into it. Whatever the fuck it means. I want to be in the biker gang of scrolls. I want to be in the gang. Let me hang out with the scrolls. Let's go. Um, last thing, Roxy. Before we go off of this stuff, did you hear about the yeah. real life Infinity Stones? Saw this. Saw Who is this. this for, Roxy? Who is this for? Elon Musk. Oh Elon yeah, yeah. Musk. It's worth twenty five million dollars. This, this to me, I immediately, uh, my brain immediately jumped to that like Star Wars resort that's like five thousand dollars a night, and it's like pff, you guys are out of touch with reality. Who do you think your audience is? Yeah, it's fucking crazy. I mean, beautiful. Sure. Yeah, looked great. But what? Mm-hmm. What? 
and also but also also counter also uh, a lot of precious stones aren't worth worth what we pay for them anyway that's yeah. whatever um before we get to an ad break i want to hit this roxy because i know you are a walking dead i excited about this dj uh, and I want to know your thoughts. Um, I should have put this trailer in there. Apparently, we got our first look at Tales of the Walking Dead. Um, and uh, we, we found out that the last episodes of the main show will arrive in October. It makes sense. And then the, there uh, was talk of a planned Rick Grimes movie. But apparently, that has been replaced with a new series starring Andrew Lincoln and uh, Denai Gurira as Michonne. And it is it will be six episodes in 2023. And they're leaving the door open for it being more than a miniseries, which feels like is what every miniseries does now. It's like it's a miniseries unless it does well. <laughs> a miniseries is just a TV show. Yeah. Miniseries is a season uh, until it gets renewed until like, season two. Because they use limited and mini interchangeably and there's no, there's no rhyme or reason to it anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. So... so how I'm feeling about this is really excited because, well, at least the the yeah, Rick Grimes Michonne part of this, I felt like when they initially had announced that there were going to be three different Andrew Lincoln movies, I was stoked. Yeah, but confused. If you watch The Walking Dead, you know the way that in which that we left him uh, was in shambles, and everybody believes him to be dead. Yes, and we know that he is helicoptered out. Um, so there is definitely, it's not confusing in the sense that like very easily he could be, something could happen with him. Yeah. But why Andrew Lincoln would want to have done three movies <laughs> on this was like, what movie? Three, yeah. three movies? What are, like, huh? So, uh, him and Michonne series, that sounds really dope to me. I love Michonne. Yeah. She's probably my favorite on the show. And I, or one of them at least. And I, I really loved Rick Grimes and I loved them together. And we didn't get to explore that as much. Mm-hmm. I now I'm curious though, when this show takes place. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny. You say three movies. It's like, well, six episodes that tracks. That's that, you know, that's, they just did the, it's like, yeah, why not do the six episodes immediately? Um, here, well, my first thoughts, because obviously I'm not, I, I'm not keeping up with Walking Dead. Is Denai Guerrero not too big for this show yet? Um, she like the way that the show worked last season, this past season, is remember I told you that they like are on journeys where it's just two of them at a time, yeah. two of them at a time. So I don't think it's too strenuous of a journey for her. Gotcha. Like I don't. It's not like she is the star of the show in every episode is and they're filming a ton of them i think she's doing a bunch of pop-ins but but in this show she's like the co-lead in this show you're talking about in this new show in this new show yeah yeah yeah. i don't i think that andrew lincoln's pretty huge too okay i just feel like she's in black panther yeah, yeah, she is. But he was in movies before he was in TV shows. Yeah. I think she, she's definitely bigger than he is. But I think that, like, you know, we're also living in a time where Nicole Kidman's on television every week. Yeah, so. I just watched 10, was it 10 episodes? How many episodes was it of of uh, uh, <clears throat> Jeff Bridges and John Lithgow in a spy thriller Eight, on, my, on my TV? That was a was, TV show I watched. <laughs> it was sick. The old yeah. man was so good. God, it's so fucking good. Uh, Don't we still have an episode? No, that was the se- season finale. That was another one that I could have sworn to you was a miniseries and now has a season two. Yeah, it must. <laughs> um, but, uh, but God, that show was so good, but we don't have time to talk about it. So so you are still on the Walking Dead train. You're, you're four. I am. Cool. 
it, it's a train of one choo choo well that was my next question is enough does this when you hear like oh they're doing another six episode spinoff you're like well yeah that makes sense or is like wait who's watching these other than me well that i'll watch the the um the other there's like five other walking dead spinoffs. yeah there's the there's the fear of the walking dead the one with the kids is that world of the walking dead and then Tales of the Walking Dead, which is the new one. And now we have this new Rick Grimes so show. I don't show. care about... I refuse to sign up for one of those other ones. I have been watching The Walking Dead for 12 years. Yeah. Oh, who knows? Yeah, that sounds I'm not, right. I'm not doing this again. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, we know that just even mentioning how big she is, she's not going to do t- t- 10, 12 seasons of whatever this Andrew Lincoln show is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can sign up for that. Good. Six episodes uh, uh, for a miniseries, possibly maybe a couple seasons in. Roxy's in, in it to win it. Um, yeah. I do, I do, though, think it is a testament to the current state of the show that you refuse to sign up for the other ones. It's like, yes, even refuse. Roxy I'm, has I her limits. <laughs> yeah. I have limits. I have limits. I, won't, I will not do this for anybody. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Let's do a quick ad break, and then we're going to come back. We're going to talk about DC movies, and we're going to talk about Marvel. everybody oh my goodness now um going over to dc movies oh slim pickens over in dc land that flash announcement was crazy oh man that aquaman announcement was wild the, the, i feel really understanding what they're doing with this next phase yeah so we got a shazam trailer shazam fury of the gods the end <laughs> we got I, that trailer i'm obsessed with eminem he i think he's the greatest rapper alive i am so 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 obsessed with him and i didn't dig this trailer that much i yeah, didn't I'm, dislike it and i love zachary levi you know i've interviewed him yeah and i've interviewed a lot of these kids um jovan and faith and a lot of them and they're awesome i love shazam the first one and i'm like, super excited about the second one and this trailer didn't do anything for me yeah yeah similar I, and i wasn't sure like literally just before i saw this trailer i guess uh zachary levi was on joe rogan and he was talking about how much he thinks uh jordan how smart he thinks jordan peterson is and for those at home that don't know who jordan peter is peterson is he's one of these uh right-wing grifter dirtbags and so either either if you think he's smart you either agree with him or or you're not that smart. And so I, it, may, it immediately soured me on Zachary Levi. <laughs> the way that he uh, came out about uh, Elliot Page. Did you see that 10-minute video? Jordan Peterson? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and and, and two, two broken clock. Do you think Zachary Levi likes him or is friends with him or I don't, likes he, him? No. He, said, he, he was apparently he was on Joe Rogan. The article I was reading this about was how actually – Joe Rogan defended Elliot Page. So props to Joe. Credit where credit is due. Props to Joe Rogan. But my, I don't listen to the Joe Rogan show, uh, full disclosure. So I was just, I'm reading the second hand. But Zachary Levi was on. He was just like, yeah, I just think Jordan Peterson's one of the smartest people out there. And Joe Rogan was like, yeah, but he did all that Elliot Page bullshit. So fuck that. And and Zachary Levi was like, yeah, there's just a lot of anger on both sides. And it's like, oh, you're going to both sides this? All right, guy. <laughs> That's brutal. I had no idea. Yeah, it immediately. And again, this was an article just saying like, "Hey, Joe Rogan actually said something we agree with for once." And I was, and, but my takeaway was like, "I don't need to see Zachary oh. Levi for a second. But too bad. Minutes later, the Shazam trailer dropped. Damn. <laughs> and listen, and I, I, 
I don't know anything about his his personal whatever. I just, uh, you know, uh, made me not feel great about that situation. That said, so I wasn't sure going into this if that informed me not feeling like stoked about the trailer. But hearing your thoughts, it's like, okay, yeah, it just does. It's just, it looks fine. Uh, I will say my comments about the Stranger Thing kids also apply to these kids. They they're not like the kid that plays uh, Billy Batson is not a kid anymore. He looks like he's going to college. <laughs> Yeah, that is interesting. But like, what are they supposed to do? Nothing. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Except I know that like uh, people film things back to back now and stuff. It's tough with kids at school and shit. Oh, it's what they did with the with the Harry Potters. Um, uh, not that Shazam necessarily has the pull, the IP cachet as Harry Potter did at the time. Um, speaking of the Shazamily, uh, we got Black Adam. And uh, there's another new trailer. It also didn't really move. It was like, oh, this looks cool. Like, I'll see it. But I'm not like. Not they like brought him out onto stage to like throw lightning bolts and shit. Yeah, he um, was wearing the costume. Up. The costume looks yeah. cool. That's cool. Um, I'm going to see this also for sure. Do, am I right, DJ, in the fact that these come out in back-to-back months? <laughs> uh, Black Adam comes out on October 21st. And Shazam comes out on Christmas 2022. So two months apart. Yes, and uh, apparently neither Superman nor Shazam will appear in Black Adam. In an, in an apparent moment in the crowd, and this blows my mind. Um, like I'll see posters like, "Oh, the Marvel fandom is more toxic than the DC fandom," and then I read about these moments. I'm like, "No, that's not true." Um, uh, so Johnson was apparently asked if Black Adam could defeat Superman. And he responded, well, I will say, as you guys know, because we're all in deep with this mythology, that it's been an age-old question of who would win in a fight between Black Adam and Superman. Pound for pound, they're pretty close. I guess it probably all depends on who is playing Superman. I'm just going to say that. I'll leave it at that. And he was booed. The crowd in Hall H booed Dwayne The Rock Johnson because he he suggested that maybe there might be a different Superman in the future. (laughs) Dwayne Johnson's giving you a Black Adam movie. Like, come on, just. uh, And I know there were apparently rumors that uh, were not coming from WB. That I think it was like Dubline or whatever. That Henry Cavill would show up and announce that he's uh, being he's going to be Superman again. It's like, yeah, but those are you can't fault them. I was hope. Yeah, no shit. Of course you can't. I mean, you can hope. It's totally fair to hope. Cavill. Had come flying in with this game. Dude, if they'd had a photo op, here's what I think. Here's my speculation. And Roxy, this is entirely wild speculation. There's no, there's no evidence that this was the case. But I would imagine Warner Brothers Discovery, however, whatever the thing was, was like, yeah, we want Superman movies. We've got Henry Cavill. People have, we seem to like him. Why not do more with him? And we could have a, we could have a Comic Con winning moment with. Dwayne Johnson on stage and having Henry Cavill come out and having them do like the box, you know, when two boxers are getting ready to go, they, they like square them off as part of the press, do something like that. I'm, I'm sure there were conversations of that. It leaked. And then at, at some point in the conversation, Henry Cavill was like, nah, I'm good. And then this is what we got. And nobody liked it. It was just, it was the reason nobody liked it was because there was nothing to it. Mm-hmm. It's like the most lackluster thing that for two movies that we knew were coming out that are coming out in a few months. Yeah, this year. We got two trailers. For for one of the which the Black Adam stuff we've already seen footage from. Yeah. 
And the other one, we've already seen the first movie of, so we know what Shazam looks like, you yeah. know? So it's like just super lackluster. And I, you know, I hosted a show called DC Movie News for seven years. DC could sneeze and I would be like, oh, yay. Like yeah. I get so excited. But this was just frustrating because as a diehard DC fan, to watch what Marvel did, yeah. knowing that Marvel still has D23 mm-hmm. and like so many opportunities for announcements and knowing we're not doing a fandom this year. I think we are. I heard that there, a fandom is happening. Oh, I heard we were not. Let me double check that. Finish your thought while I look that up. Well, then maybe that would be good. But knowing that the reason that they didn't announce more things is because they don't know what they're doing yet. That's why. Yeah. This looks the way it looks is because they haven't figured it out yet. And it's like, you got to have, you got to figure something out. Well, and it's interesting too, because, you know, um, obviously my thoughts went to like, well, I mean, you can't do flash right now. You know, what else are you going to, and then, and then I was reading an article that pointed out like, well, yeah, they're making a bat. They're making two, the Batman spinoff HBO shows. We've got Batgirl that's already been filming. We've got blue beetle. That's been filming. We've got, we, it's like, we love Harley Quinn. <clears throat> do bring her something. Like, yeah. Hey. Yeah. There's, there is stuff they could have done. It's like, Oh yeah. Good point. Uh, good. Uh, good point. Everybody. Um, yeah. Uh, Marvel, uh, wiped the floor with DC, uh, this year. And I think that's going to be my segue into, cause shocker, we're running a little long, uh, into Marvel movies. And so the, for those listening at home, uh, this is going to be split into two episodes. All the Marvel announcements. We're going to do a whole thing, diving into the calendar, diving into the schedule, diving and all that. So I'm just going to run through the basics here. And then Roxy are going to, and I are going to talk about the She-Hulk and Wakanda forever trailer. But, but we got a full slate of phase five movies. So that's Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, Secret Invasion, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, Echo, Loki Season 2. This is including Disney Plus shows, by the way. Um, the Marvels, Blade, Ironheart, Agatha, Coven of Chaos. Ooh, the Agatha show. Um, it's canon. Daredevil Born Again, Captain America, New World Order, and Thunderbolts, which is wrapping out Phase 5. And then Phase 6, which has a bunch of empty slots, but will be started off with Fantastic Four, which I believe was supposed to end Phase 4 originally, but now I guess is the beginning of Phase 6. And that is being wrapped up with Avengers The Kang Dynasty in May 2025 and Avengers Secret Wars in November 2025. <clears throat> that is all super exciting, and we're going to be breaking that that down in a future episode, next week's episode. <clears throat> Unless you're watching live at patreon.com slash onlystupidanswers. Um, so for this episode, let us focus on the She-Hulk trailer and the Wakanda Forever trailer. Some things that stood out to me in the She-Hulk trailer. Uh, it looks like Bruce is trying to train Jen, and she's already like better at everything that he's doing. Um, there is a fourth wall break, which I just have some... When, when he turns away from... When she turns away from him and is like, he doesn't think, oh, whatever. Yeah, and what's confusing about it, I, I pointed out that it was kind of confusing. And everybody was like, she does it in the comics. It's like, yeah, not. it doesn't confuse me that she does it. It confuses me that he acknowledges it. Yeah, he acknowledged <clears throat> it. And we only saw it one time. Like, what yeah. are the rules? And so it's like, so it, it and and Marvel in the past has been very strict on like having like, a house style and it's like so how how is does this fit in does she have what what is the mcu explanation from this i'm all fine if they're just saying this is her show and she can do it it's just weird or having him acknowledge it makes it different you know what i mean yeah. and and people were like you know well fleabag and i was like yeah well fleabag earned that moment and don't it's probably in she hulk's best interest to not reference that moment because that's like a that right 
that's such a weird show for them to compare this to. Yeah, I get oh, the moment, but it's still weird. Yeah, and it's like, and, and in the fourth wall bringing whatever, but it's like also like She Hulk. You're not going to be Fleabag. Don't make me think of Fleabag because that's not going to look make you look good because you're not as good as you are. You're not going to be Fleabag. Sorry. I actually think I'm really going to like this show, though. To be honest. You know what? I agree. I I will say that I don't know that the CGI is that better here, but I will say this about it: that it does not get in the way of Tatiana Maslany's uh, performance, right. and I think that's key because she seems great in this. Yeah. So good. Bring it on. Yeah. Uh, we also get uh, Frogman. Ooh, with the jetpack. Um, Jen is going to be representing Emil Blonsky, the abomination. Uh, uh, we get Wong, which is awesome. But then Wong also brings with him what appears to be world-ending stakes. Boo. I don't want it. Uh, just to have her be a lawyer. Um, and we get, at the very end, we get a Daredevil tease in what appears to be he might be wearing his yellow and red costume. Did that excite you? Uh, I don't care about the yellow and red costume. I don't know how they're going to explain it. Uh, I, and and I don't. I yes, it does excite me. I just don't want She Hulk crowded out of her own show. You know what I mean? Totally. <clears throat> totally. That's a good way of putting it. Lastly, but not leastly. No, never leastly. We got the Wakanda Forever trailer. Oh, super never leastly on this one. Yeah. That music transition got me fucking amped. This, I'm excited for this. This is how you do a trailer, everybody at yeah. home, because this trailer tells its own miniature story of everybody dealing with the law. We don't know how we lose Chadwick. Or we lose T'Challa. We, we lost Chadwick Boseman in the real world. We don't know how we're losing T'Challa in the movie, but clearly we have. Everybody's dealing with that. And then it, it, it builds into this kind of like it's morning and then it kind of builds into this kind of triumphant overcoming the loss it's really emotional. It's a really emotional trailer. Yeah, I'm super into this trailer. Yeah. It was cool. I feel like I want to watch it 10 more times. Like a lot of the other trailers, I was like, all right, I saw it. This trailer, I was like, ooh, play that again. Yeah. If if DC had produced one trailer like this, it would have it that would have made their little uh panel better. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um uh, I'm ex- I love Kendrick. Yeah. I know that it's not like this whole movie is about the music, but it was such a big part of the first one. Yep. Yep. And so that's exciting to me. Um, I'm I'm really interested to see how they handle the loss of T'Challa. Yeah. And what they do about the mantle of Black Panther. Well, you know, we talked about in a previous uh, what we're into of the question of like, wait, are we not even going to get a Black Panther? And clearly, and this trailer, it's again, it made me feel like. That's it's, it, you think talk about the music choice. That's kind of what the point of the music choice is like. It's going to be all right. We've got mm-hmm. you. We understand. And so it's like there will be a Black Panther in this movie. Don't you worry. Who it is? You're going to have to watch the movie to find out. But it'll happen. And it's like great, great. Thank you. Yeah, it just I it imbued me with such confidence in this movie uh, that I'm way on board. So before we before we wrap up for today, Roxy, speculation. Who do you think ah. is the Black Panther at the end? Um. That's somebody's call. Black Panther is calling in. That's Kevin Feige saying, "Don't reveal it." It's crazy that you have no way, or I have no way of stopping. It. Who do I think is Black Panther? Yes, it was so cool. You see the um, yeah. I genuinely don't know. I think we could go one of like three. What? What do you think, DJ? Um, I for me, it, it's it, it is either Nakia or Shuri. If I'm going based on the vibes the trailer gave me, I feel like the arc of this movie is Shuri uh, um, 
growing into the mantle of Black Panther. Um, uh, my vote would be Nakia. Yeah, uh, because I, I think. I, it's more likely to be Sherry than Nakia. Yeah, you? yeah, but I think I think Nakia is a better fit, and I also like uh, I like all the actresses in this movie, but I think Lupita Nyong'o is like uh, great, um, and I think she'd be great in the role. Uh, but yeah, so I think it's either one of those two. But if I were a betting man, I'd put money on Sherry. The reason that I initially thought it was Sherry even prior to this trailer was because of all of the issues with the Vax with the Letitia Wright stuff. Yeah, and like the shutting down of production and like looking into things. I felt like they were like there was something going on where they were trying to determine like whether they were making the right moves. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, But I don't know. I don't know. Do you feel like there's nobody else it could be? Um, Unless there's like an outlier in, I, I feel like it's you said one of three people, and it's like I guess it, I could I guess it no, could one of be three directions a, a Koye, but that doesn't feel right. That's not that's not her role. I don't, I don't think it's a Koye. Yeah. I think one of three directions is what I said. The two people that you mentioned, and then the third option, which would be like something really outside of the box. I mean, I I saw some people theorizing that like fucking Killmonger comes back or like, well, we so, talked about that, and that's yeah. my vote. But we would know. My, we would it would be on Michael B. Jordan's schedule. Deadline would have reported. We would know. <laughs> Maybe or like somebody that we just we haven't figured out yet or like somebody like a different variant that we haven't seen. And yeah. then like the way they're introduced is maybe with Storm. You know, there's just like, yeah, I think there's a third direction that we just we're not aware seen. of yet. Yeah. Yeah. We're not aware of yet. Uh, before we wrap up, I did want to say that the moment in the trailer that really floored me and it will probably do the same in the, in the movie is when Angela Bassett is uh, screaming, you know, I'm the queen of the most powerful nation in the world. And, and my entire family is gone. Have I not given enough? It's like, huh! it just got me, got She's me right so in the good. heart. She's so good. Her voice. Oh yeah. I also don't know how much to speculate. in when she says I lost my entire family, uh, like, wait, you have a daughter, you have a Shuri. What, what does that yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw some speculation that I thought was pretty smart that maybe she's saying this during the snap when everybody's gone. Um, so it's like that tracks, that tracks. Yeah, that makes sense for sure. And um, Jake uh, in, in the Discord suggested he thinks that Namor will kill T'Challa early in the movie and that's how we'll say goodbye to the character. I don't think that is the case because I feel very strongly that we're setting up Namor as an anti he doesn't seem to be we see a lot of like military dudes fucking shit up and so it feels like some military dudes are fucking shit up and that pits namor against wakanda but it's going to be one of those we learn to work together by the end that's the vibe i got it, they're definitely not it doesn't feel like they're putting Tanak huerta in a position where he's such a villain that he kills fucking t'challa like there's no coming back from that <laughs> i wonder how much this movie is willing to take risks like even the creation of this movie is a risk. Yeah. So it will be interesting to see how outside the box they even go. We'll have to find out. We'll find out soon. And mm-hmm. oh, my birthday, November 11th. Yay. Um, so we'll find out then. Let's wrap this up for now. We will, we will be back with a full breakdown of the Marvel stuff. So don't, don't you worry. Uh, but Roxy, before we go, remind the kids at home where they can find you. Everywhere at Roxy Stryer. Ooh, go check it out. You can find me at DJ Talks Trash. And please uh, give us five stars and join us at patreon.com slash answers. And we'll see you next time.